0: Hey, my name is Bill.
1: And my name is Danny, And we are A a Couple
0: couple of Park Hoppers. hoppers.
1: There is only one thing being talked about everywhere you look. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser.
0: As the Halcyon prepares for its first non-media voyage, with footage shot on board, we have learned so much about what this one-of-a-kind adventure is all about.
1: All this and our thoughts on the experience up next. Let's Let's hop hop to it. it! We have learned so much about the Galactic Star Cruiser this week. I, I can't even I don't even know where to start.
0: It is the absolute hot button topic this week. So we just had to talk about it.
1: Yeah, and the thing was, we are not only excited to talk about this because there is so much to talk about, but it's it, it's hard to even like into words I, I can tell the way the internet feels right now yeah
0: um i think
1: i'm looking for words and i they're they're, they're not coming me. to your they're brain. they're not coming to my brain
0: um i think that now that there has been a voyage for media and influencers and and all that and make a wish kids stuff and make a wish kids it's it's awesome um now that there's so much footage out there, I think people can now have a better idea whether the f- the very, uh, f- for lack of a better word, it's more starry themed, astronomical <laughs> price yeah. that this voyage costs. I think they have a better idea of what they're getting now if you didn't mind seeing some spoilers. Ben, this, this episode is going to contain some spoilers because we did watch a lot of footage and we're going to talk about a few things that we wanted to talk about from the footage that we've seen, um, but we're not going to. It's not going to be spoiler-ridden because we didn't go on the actual voyage.
1: Would you say that if somebody doesn't want to know anything about the Galactic Star Cruiser, that they should maybe not listen to this episode? We'll
0: give you a heads up if it's going to be spoilery. Okay. Stuff that's not known already prior to the media voyage.
1: Right, and all of this stuff is available on the internet yeah uh there are it's hard to avoid videos there's so much like there's news if you're reporting about everything if you're
0: on disney social media you're gonna see stuff it is what it is
1: i mean if you're like trying to you know avoid spoilers like (laughs) like when endgame came out and you're trying to avoid whatever happened in endgame yeah i mean you might not want to get on the internet either. Yeah, just but <laughs> just don't
0: just don't watch YouTube videos that show the experience. Just don't do that.
1: And don't have a Twitter account. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. But yeah, we wanted to dive in on um I wouldn't say everything we know so far about the Star Cruiser because um we There's don't know lot. everything. There's and, a lot. <laughs> and we didn't watch every second of the forty-eight hour oh, goodness, no. um mission, I guess that you would call it. Or Cruise. Luxury cruise in space. The Star, Star cruise. Cruiser. Um, we didn't watch 48 hours worth of footage of that, so we don't know every single detail that happened because, again, like we said, we weren't there. But we are going to discuss the the topics that kind of floated around social media, like the, the the stuff that a lot of people were talking about, like a certain final scene that we'll get to a little bit later. We won't spoil that right now.
1: And I think for the most part, we want you guys at the end of this episode to really have a good idea of what the Galactic Star Cruiser is, what is involved, and is it something that either you or somebody you know would want to do?
0: Yeah. So we're going to dive into all the details that we know as far as information about the Galactic Star Cruiser um, to see if you guys would be interested in doing something like that. And then we're going to kind of talk about things that we know and have seen already.
1: Right. So first off, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is a two night fully immersive cruise, quote unquote, uh, adventure. And we say cruise because yes. it's a, a
0: landlocked <laughs> cruise. Landlocked cruise. <laughs> it's an imaginary cruise.
1: It is also the most highly themed resort that Disney has ever built. And I mean, by we, far. We can vouch for that. Yes.
0: It is really, really cool looking inside.
1: Um, it also promises to take you into Star Wars like never before. And we're talking not just on the screen, because the screen has taken us to some pretty amazing places. Yeah. But this is you physically going into Star Wars. Now, first off, uh, let's talk about exactly when this starts.
0: And it starts today, March 1st. It is... Uh, what is the date today? Tuesday, March 1st, is the first voyage, the inaugural voyage that is non-media and um, you know, media people alike, uh, paying customers, essentially. The first paying customers are boarding the Halcyon today, and we're going to really get the reviews that we're waiting for to see if people think it's quote-unquote worth the price.
1: I also want to know how the people who actually got these reservations that are like today march 1st going on the galactic star cruiser how they got these because did the lines like the wait times yeah. when this first dropped crazy yeah i saw somebody waited nine hours to book there. that's wild um and but it I was wouldn't wait hi-
0: nine hours for anything yeah <laughs> it was in very
1: very high demand but i want to know how did you get it if, yeah if, if you're it's going really impressive on, if you got it yeah can you buy me Concert tickets. Like, because if you can get Galactic Star Cruisers on its maiden voyage, then you could probably get it just about anything. Yeah.
0: And the Galactic Star Cruiser is currently taking bookings. There are some open dates. If you go to DisneyWorld.com, uh, you can find those dates if this episode. Uh, tickles your fancies and makes you interested in checking out the experience.
1: Now, as of the last time we checked, there were a few dates available in May. That's Correct. the first available currently. I believe so,
0: yes. Yes. Um, so, yes, it is uh, It is selling out. You know, people are shelling out this these astronomical <laughs> amounts of money to do this experience. And, hey, if you got the money, why the heck not?
1: Now, we're talking about this, this price tag. We're going to talk about exactly what that price tag is here in a bit. But first off, what does that price tag include? Well, it includes um, these things. First off, the vacation package includes a two-night stay in a cabin or a suite, an ongoing immersive and interactive entertainment where choices determine your experience, so you'll never get the same experience.
0: The choices are yours and yours alone
1: of like a choose-your-own-adventure, yeah. but Star Wars. Um, food and beverages on the Star Cruiser, excluding alcoholic and specialty beverages, are that's included. A, that's a
0: bummer to me, um, real quick. With that price tag, everything should be included, in my opinion.
1: I mean, I, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> and a quick service meal at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo or other select location at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So you get a quick service meal. Admission to Disney's Hollywood Studios for your planetary excursion to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, valet parking, exclusive Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser data band, which on Earth is known as a magic band. And that data band allows you to interact during your stay um, aboard the Galactic Star Cruiser.
0: Now, Danny mentioned us going over pricing for the Galactic Star Cruiser, and we have some information on that. I know it's been widely spread, but we just kind of wanted to reiterate what the prices are looking like as far as um, your stay goes. And the prices do range from as low as um, for a two-night stay for two adults, I believe it was, for $4,810, which is sounds like a lot of money. Yeah. And... You divide that up, you know, over the course of two days and two adults, it's like $1,200 a night per person, basically.
1: So, for an exact number as of right now that we know of, the prices range from $4,810 to $12,333.
0: Now, you're saying, holy goodness, why is there a room that's $12,333? Well, it sleeps five adults and one child. It is the captain's suite, Versus the regular...
1: So there's three different types of...
0: Like a stateroom.
1: Yeah, there's three different types you can get. You either have the standard cabin, the galaxy class suite, or the grand captain suite. And on the Galactic Star Cruiser, rates vary depending on your voyage departure date, the number of guests in your cabin, and your cabin type. So when we're saying 12,000, if you're by yourself... You're probably not going to be spending twelve thousand dollars unless if you they are allow- you're living it up. <laughs> unless they allow you to book one of those cabins. Now, I know we just talked about the price, but we're gonna break down exactly like what those rooms mean. For the most part, um, they are kind of similar. Now, the standard cabin, um, it's fitted with furnishings and fixtures designed to ensure comfort while traveling throughout the galaxy. It includes a pullout table, a TV with entertainment from your home planet, and a window with a view out into space.
0: Yeah, we saw some of the uh, the footage in the cabins on some of the YouTube videos we watched. Uh, one video that I would recommend, or one channel, I guess, that I would recommend you guys checking out because I thought they had the best coverage, I think, of the Galactic Star Cruiser was Ordinary Adventures. Go, go uh, subscribe to them, Ordinary Adventures, on YouTube. They've been releasing content the last couple of days of their their experience, and it's been really well done, really well shot, and they do a really good job. Uh, with the commentary um, as far as everything goes
1: also fun fact if you go and follow them now they did mention that they're going to be going uh, back for a paid uh, correct
0: yeah tomorrow uh, or a today paid, today first.
1: so to keep an eye out for you know maybe the difference in between like their media coverage and their guest coverage yeah
0: i'm curious to see uh what they think of it after the money is gone from their bank accounts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, as for the standard cabin, um, which we were just talking about, it sleeps four to five passengers. Um, it has a queen bed, two berths, which are bunk beds. Berths, berths. Yeah, that's the uh, b- interesting b e r t h s. Berths. Huh. Births. Okay. Uh, Let's see, bunk beds for one adult each and a wall pull-down bed for one adult if sleeping five people.
0: So we did see the standard cabin that our, our friends, Ordinary Adventures, were staying in. And it was looked kind of small, but it was very serviceable for what you needed it for. Right. It didn't seem like there was a lot of time, much like going to Disney as is. There wasn't a lot of time you spent in the room. Right, you know they had this this really nice. It looked like a either a queen or a king bed. I couldn't really tell by the video. This one queen bed, and then there was the two quote unquote berths that Danny was just talking (laughs) about. But there was another gentleman that was with them who said he was five foot ten. He laid down fully stretched out and said he had another foot or so uh, of room. So they look small in pictures and in videos, but. Sounds like they're actually quite comfortable.
1: Yeah, very spacious bunk beds yeah, or berths.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they're inside the wall, basically. So you've got the queen bed that can sleep two, two of those berths that can sleep one each. Um, or if you really want to squeeze, you can probably fit another person in there. Um, <laughs> right. And then there's a like a Murphy bed that comes out of the wall that's like a, a little bit smaller than a twin bed, but it's enough to sleep on. And that, that allows you to get a fifth uh, passenger in your room sleeping as well.
1: Right. Now, your cabin, um, everything that comes in your cabin, you're going to have a mini refrigerator, a hairdryer, in-cabin safe, a phone with voicemail messaging, an interactive TV, and then H2O Plus spa, bath, and shower products. So that's kind of like any...
0: Any Disney resort.
1: Or any place you generally stay, usually get those things with it. Now, so that's going to be your basic standard cabin. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one up is going to be your Galaxy Class Suite. Now, the difference between... uh, our standard cabin um and this is a one-bedroom galaxy class suite featuring a living space complete with an integrated seating area with all of the comforts of the standard cabin plus a double vanity bathroom a bar area two windows with views into space and a few extra star wars surprises and so lots of a little bit more space
0: and more space, and actually one less sleeping area as well. Um, this sleeps up to four passengers, and there's a queen bed and two wall pull-out beds for one adult each. So it doesn't sound like they have the uh, the in-wall berths uh, in these rooms.
1: Right. So this sounds like it's more of a a step up in terms of luxury. Space. Space. Yeah. <laughs> space, but um. <I'm... laughs>
0: space. Space.
1: <laughs> but that's going to be the Galaxy Class Suite. And then last but not least is going to be the Grand Captain Suite. So this is going to be a two-bedroom Grand Captain Suite, and it offers, it says, ample room for the whole family. It features a posh living space complete with an integrated seating area. Um, It says that it has all the comforts of the standard cabins plus a main suite with a double vanity bathroom, a second bathroom with a single vanity, a bar area. Now you get three windows into space. Wow. As well as a few extra Star Wars surprises. And this one, they actually say, can sleep eight passengers. Wow. Now, that has two queen beds, two berths, so our bunk beds, and then two wall pull-down beds for one adult each.
0: Nice. So those queen beds, like we said before, sleep two people each. Those two berths are one person each, and the wall pull-down beds are for one person each. So that adds up to eight passengers, and it's got all the same kind of amenities as the uh, the other rooms as well. Just a lot more space, and uh, you can fit a much larger family or a party. In there with you.
1: Now, one thing I just want to say is that the prices that we mentioned from 4800 all the way upwards of $12,000, those are for all of these rooms. Uh, we don't know exactly what those prices are because they actually don't have the prices online. So you actually have to call to book your your visit to the Galactic Star Cruiser.
0: Now, one thing I wanted to note before we move on from prices is that it does seem to fluctuate depending on how many people you have in your cabin. It doesn't matter how many people it fits. It's how many people you have in your cabin. Now, uh, the starting rates, just for an example for you guys, for two guests per cabin, it's it's $1,209 per guest per night or a voyage total of $4,809. That was the low price right. that we talked about. If you have the same cabin and you're trying to get four guests in there, we're looking at $749 per guest per night or a voyage total of $5,999. So if you're going to have... Uh, the two extra people in there for the duration of the experience, it's going to cost you another $1,100 okay. in total.
1: I mean, one thing that I'm kind of, if I'm if I'm picking this up right, it kind of has the party pricing in terms of when it's busier, the yeah. prices are going to be like higher. Like dynamic pricing. Yeah, like if you're going to st- stay on the Galactic Star Cruiser for New Year's Eve, <laughs> yeah. you're going to be paying a higher price uh-huh. than maybe in, I don't even know, september sure so uh i i guess we're going to kind of see but it's hard to keep up with that when the prices actually aren't available online
0: now for for people like us who don't make a crap ton of money right um to me and, and i'm a star wars fan but i'm not a star wars fanatic would you say the same about yourself
1: i grew up watching star wars and i've watched the movies
0: yeah i've watched the movies I know i haven't like dove deep into the clone wars or the rebels or any of the other uh animated series so i'm not like super well versed in all that stuff i have watched we've watched the mandalorian um i've watched bits and pieces of book of boba fett um but other than that i'm not too super well versed into the star wars lore so i wouldn't call myself a star wars nut but i am a star wars fan um and as a star wars fan to me, I don't think that I would spend that kind of money on this experience.
1: So one thing that I do kind of want to take into consideration is who would be going with us? Because honestly, sure, yeah. if if you and I were going by ourselves, as much as I love you and I would love to spend a romantic two days about, uh, on the Galactic Star Cruiser together... That's a lot more expensive than if we have three of our closest friends with us. Sure.
0: And we've got some close friends that are much more well-versed in Star Wars than than we are. Like Eddie and Dylan and our, our friends from home. Uh, they're, they're very well-versed in the Star Wars universe. Right. And I think it would be really fun to experience something like that with, with them.
1: Right. So I, I, I want to say, like, if it's just us, I feel like I may lean more towards spending our money elsewhere. Yeah, right. May I may I'm not I'm not completely ruling it out. However, if we're gonna you know have you know Star Wars mania, we're gonna I would definitely consider it because the price would be more appealing because we're the way it splits is a little bit better.
0: So, um, moving on from the pricing aspect of the Galactic Star Cruiser.
1: Oh, can I say one last yeah, thing about the pricing? I want you guys to also remember that. It's when all these prices come per person, it is not $6,000 a person. No, it's not. Which everything that was being reported for a while, if you didn't click on the article, which let's be honest, a lot of people don't click on the articles.
0: There's too many clickbait (laughs) things out there.
1: Yes, people were thinking and acting like this was $6,000 a person, and it's not. So just one thing to just keep in mind when you start reading stuff online.
0: Right. Um, But yeah, I just want to kind of run down... What you might get to experience if you were getting on the the Galactic Star Cruiser, we do have a sample itinerary that is very readily available online. This is not a spoiler; um, it's on Disney World's website. It's not a spoiler of the experience. We'll let you know when that's coming, um, but we we have a list of things that happen during your your stay on the Halcyon and. Uh, First off, just like any cruise, you start with a ship orientation. You kind of learn where things are. You meet the captain. You find out where the quote-unquote lifeboats are. So that's kind of cool that they actually do that like a real cruise. Right. Um, there's subak lessons. There's uh, bridge training. You uh, during your uh, your your excursion to Batuu, you get to get on Rise of the Resistance. I would assume at that price, you skip the line. Probably. <laughs> um, the Millennium Falcon smugglers run. Um, and then when you get back on top, you can join into a, uh, a droid racing competition, a lightsaber training, which looks really cool. Uh, there's multiple story moments throughout your, your entire trip. And then there's a spectacular finale, which we're going to talk about later in the episode, and an end-of-cruise gala celebration. So your two days on board the Halcyon are jam-packed.
1: Now, if you're listening to this and going, hang on a second... That doesn't sound like an exact itinerary. That's because it's not.
0: They don't want you to know that.
1: So when you first get to your adventure for a galactic star cruiser, what is going to happen is you are going to get onto uh, what they call the launch pod. And as soon as you hit that launch pod, all mention of Star Wars being a film series stops. You are, you are in Star Wars. Um, and what they do is they... They take you to the Galactic Star Cruiser, and from there, that's when your adventure begins. Now, uh, they do encourage everyone; it's not required, but they do encourage everyone to uh, dress appropriately, like uh, as in Star Warsy. Yeah, that's I know that's not. A real word, but <laughs>
0: the "I'll be your Minnie, I'll be your Mickey" shirts are not allowed.
1: Yeah, please don't wear. Most expensive <laughs> day ever. We we know. Did it, we did it for the D. <laughs> no, please don't wear that on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Gotta hate that. Shit. Um, but they do say on the website, unlike the guest experience at Walt Disney World, uh, that the Galactic Star Cruiser guests are encouraged, but not required, to wear thematically appropriate
0: costumes. Yeah, if you got a Jedi robe, wear it.
1: Right. Now, as soon as you get on there, your phone actually syncs up so it doesn't activate and sync up until you're on the Galactic Star Cruiser and it becomes your data pad. Now, your data pad is going to be used uh, for all sorts of things. So uh, it's going to have your personal itinerary. You're going to receive communications from the crew and other characters you meet along the way. And it's how you're going to stay involved with the storyline. Now, is everybody going to get the same storyline? Absolutely not. This is kind of like choose your own adventure.
0: Yeah, and real quick, I just want to kind of um, add on to your your data pad stuff it is in the play disney app there's a separate app it's not the my disney experience right it's play disney and it it, uh, it's a separate app you have to download and that becomes your data pad your phone becomes your data pad while you're on this journey and i did hear from somebody who is on board that if you don't have a smartphone they will supply one for you so you'll have a data pad whether you have a smartphone or not which is really cool
1: that is really cool i mean I would be surprised to find it somebody who maybe doesn't have one. Yeah,
0: I mean, most people. But, I mean, you think about, you know, what 12-year-olds or 13-year-olds may not have a phone yet.
1: That's true. You know,
0: or, or people who are saving money and they're still living that flip phone life. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's people that don't have smartphones, but most people do. But they're, they're, they do supply... Um, something that can be used as a data pad on board, which is really neat.
1: And also, now that I'm thinking about it, you never know if, even though a lot of people have smartphones, maybe you need uh, the smartphone to run at a certain, like... An iOS? N- well, just like a higher pace. Sure, like, you yeah. know, if, it, if you,
0: you got the iPhone 6 on board. <laughs> right. <laughs> it may not be as compatible for yeah, that. right.
1: But uh, yeah, so you use this data pad to interact the entire adventure. Now how you interact with everything decides the path that you take. Right. And from what we have understood, you can actually choose four different choose your own adventure storylines.
0: That's that's what we gathered from the ordinary adventures video is is how they explained it was basically your your path is chosen or you choose your path four different forks in the road and you kind of just choose one and that's the one you stick with for the journey.
1: Right. So uh, what are those storylines?
0: The uh, the storylines, we've got a Jedi storyline. We've got a First Order storyline. Boo. <laughs> we've got a Resistance storyline. And then one that uh, involves the underworld, almost like you're a smuggler.
1: So depending on what you choose and how you interact and your responses... Um, on your on your data pad, what's going to happen is you are going to be taken to different missions. You're going to interact with different characters. You're going
0: to unlock access to secret rooms.
1: Yeah, and one thing that we've heard like across the board, because we've watched a lot of the coverage yeah. and read a lot of the coverage, is... You may be in the same party with somebody, but if you guys choose different paths, you guys might have completely different experiences. Yeah, and you might be
0: enemies by the end of it. You might have You, <laughs> might be, you might have. Yeah.
1: And on top of that, uh, all the characters on the ship, everybody who is on the ship stays in character. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. Just watching some of this footage of the cast that's on board the Halcyon... It's basically a bunch of improv actors that are running around and playing a character 24-7. And that is so cool. That is so, so cool. And we won't get into you know what characters are on board and all that right now. But some of the people you meet, y- you keep meeting them. You see them over and over again. They remember your name. It just makes for such a unique, really cool experience.
1: Right. So one thing that uh, Disney Food Blog said is that this entire two-day excursion adventure whatever you want to call it is a giant game
0: yeah yes that is that is the best way to describe it
1: and that there is always something going on Mm -hmm. so this is not going to be your typical like kickback yeah cruise uh Every, everything that you are going to be doing is going to take you to something else, and it almost sounds like you almost always have to be on alert and vigilant for the next thing.
0: Yeah, and uh, one thing that I did notice from some of the coverage, a lot of people were like, "Wow, that was a lot." I had like I was nervous about missing something. Right. Um. So it seems like there's just always something happening while you're on board, and and that I would feel like it makes the two days go by so fast.
1: What I'm curious about is if people who are going as guests, like paid guests, will feel like that. Because I think sometimes as media, because we've done media for different things, you don't want to miss anything. Right. Because you want to
0: bring the best coverage to the people.
1: Right. But can you imagine doing this and trying to catch everything and and feeling that like pressure? Yeah. I I just wonder if that... Like a drip, drip, drip. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Encanto. Um... (laughs) I just wonder if we're going to see the guests feel like that as much as the media did, because media wants to cover everything inside, outside and upside
0: down. I think because of the way the media coverage was and how they've greatly explained everything like this, Yeah. Um, unless you've completely avoided any sort of coverage, if you're a, a paid guest, you kind of know what to expect now. Right. You know that you're going to have a path to follow. You know that you're not going to be able to see everything, which is kind of nuts to me that, I mean, I understand why they're doing it, but I really didn't think going into this before all the media stuff came out that Disney was going to try to make this a more than once experience. And to me, it sounds like it's they want you to do it three or four times.
1: Yeah, or as often as you want to.
0: Yeah. Just to try to experience all the different paths, because it's going to be different every time.
1: Now, speaking of things that you experience on the ship, a couple things that I don't think we quite touched on is, uh, first off, the characters. There are lots of character uh, appearances, I guess we would say. Yeah,
0: you, we were just talking about how there's so many in-character folks on board at all times,
1: but you also get to see characters. You know, like you know, you'll see stormtroopers. Uh, we've seen videos of, I don't know if. Spoiler alert! Skip thirty seconds ahead of Ray and of uh, Kylo Ren. I'm not sure.
0: Oh, that was our echo device. Oh, oh dear. Hello. We didn't. We didn't ask you to ask to tell us anything. <laughs> I appreciate it though. Um, but we even saw- she was like, "Spoiler alert!" Ah! <laughs> Well,
1: she doesn't want to hear, apparently, the the characters that I wanted to talk about. Right. Uh, We also see droids on the ship. Uh Now, uh, the other thing before uh, I I go on to the food aspect, which I wanted to mention, is... And I don't want to harp on this too much, but one thing that was glaringly obvious Uh when we were watching these videos Mm -hmm. was these interactions with the characters... We're not distanced.
0: Yes. Um, And we're not mad about it. No, 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 no. I am thrilled to see this, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. So am I. So this is the way it should be. Yes.
0: And I told you this a couple of days before the, the mask mandate went away. Right. That the Star Cruiser was coming up and they knew that they wanted masks to be optional on board. Right. So that's when that happened. But... Because of that, you got to experience these really cool things on board with these characters. You know, it's not really a spoiler. Like, the captain has blue skin. Well, and like, you wouldn't be able to see her face and everything with like a mask on. It'd be kind of weird.
1: Her expressions and stuff, right? Right. But like you were saying, the mask mandate dropped, so masks are now optional. But on top of that, on Galactic Star Cruiser, it is the only place on Disney property currently that you can interact with characters. That Next is to you and that is not behind a barrier right
0: or distanced
1: so my question is when does that go out to the like the the regular parks because, or
0: or are we just hiding that behind a $5000 paywall
1: right but the the thing about that is you shouldn't don't tell me that you know that we don't if have to you do give that give us we're money in space. it's okay well it's not <laughs> even that it's like is there no covid in star wars land nope. because <laughs> I mean, just. I really hope that we get an announcement soon, is my whole point. Yep. Because if you are doing not distance meeting, n- like just regular non distance meet and greets, no masks.
0: Literally sitting next to, talking next to, standing next to any of these characters on board.
1: What is stopping you from going back to normal meet and greets? Because those are sorely missed. Character mm-hmm. meals, all of those things. So. I just wanna point out that that is one thing that was glaringly obvious. Yeah. And it was it's funny because if you didn't think about it, it was so normal yeah. that you didn't realize that it was like, oh For hey almost
0: two years now. It's right. Been that
1: way. Right. To be able to like get face to face with a character right. and interact with them. So that's one thing um, that we we wanted to point out. And hopefully if you're listening to this here soon, we're gonna we're gonna hear that announcement. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention was the food that we got to take a
0: look at. Yes. Um, the food is exactly what I would want it to be on board. And the ordinary adventures folks kind of explained it exactly how I would have explained it. Familiar, familiar tastes, but otherworldly looks. Right. You know, there was, it's not really a spoiler guys. Come on. The classic grilled cheese and tomato soup. We're, we're going to go over one of the of the dishes here. And it was like this crazy like pressed bread with little bubbles full of cheese.
1: Looked like bubble wrap bread.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then there was, they said it was like fruit something or other something. Because tomatoes are fruit. Right. And it was clearly tomato soup. So it was right. like a grilled cheese and tomato soup, but it looked otherworldly. right? And that's the kind of stuff I think would appeal most to people is the stuff that you're familiar with with your palate, but it looks way different than you're used to.
1: Right, and food was included for this. Yes. So you could try all these different space They had all kinds of buffets. (laughs) Right.
0: It was breakfast, lunch, and and I don't remember if there was a dinner buffet or not. I believe it was just like a sit-down dinner, but it is all included.
1: Right, so that is included. Now, uh, I would like to try everything on there. I feel like the food journey alone would be really exciting to try because Galaxy's Edge, it's really fun to try all their food. But uh, we wanted to talk about what is not included with this. So first off, as you mentioned earlier, one of the things that is not included is alcoholic and specialty beverages.
0: That was kind of a bummer for me. Not necessarily alcohol, but the specialty beverages. I thought that would have been really cool if you could like... Just go up and get like a Jedi punch or something like that. I mean,
1: the, the blue and and green like milk Coke is products. included from what I can <laughs> yes, tell. Yes,
0: that is awesome too. That's a
1: big thing. That's a huge
0: deal. And I love blue milk. Green milk is bleh.
1: Green milk tastes the way cat litter smells. <laughs> yes,
0: it tastes like you're drinking potpourri. Yes. Um, blue milk is awesome. And the fact that I can just go up and get all the blue milk I want, here's my five grand. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah that was the selling point for me forget everything else forget the amazing <laughs> showmanship forget the the food and the adventures and the two nights stay and the bed and all that no blue milk unlimited blue milk five grand i got it so let's, what you're telling go.
1: you're t- what you're telling me is we need like a blue milk some kind of dispensing system in our home yes we do.
0: Make it happen, Danny.
1: (laughs) I will work on that. Yes. But um, yeah, the alcoholic and specialty beverages are not included. Now, um, one thing that I do want to mention is I feel like alcohol is very rarely included outside of like a regular cruise. Right. Unless you
0: buy the all-inclusive package.
1: My concern would be that you would have people who were getting like... Wild wasted on the galactic star cruiser but they
0: also do have a lounge and a bar on board so it's not like you can completely avoid it
1: right but if you have unlimited alcohol and you're like okay i spent this much like to be here i'm going to make my money back sure you could potentially (laughs) have people who you know just I'm not saying that it would Get be allowed. I'm I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure that they would obviously cut them off. But yeah. like, that's not the environment I think they want to have. Right. Uh, and I do think that having alcoholic drinks cost a certain amount does stop that. But I just also think that you may have people who could easily make their money back by through alcohol.
0: Or you've got plenty of people on board who just paid six thousand dollars for a two night stay that don't mind a three hundred dollar bar tab. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. there's no way you're going to stop it, but it definitely limits it with it not having alcohol be included.
1: Right. And because it's so escape roomy, you need to be like on your <laughs> <Aware>. toes. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're, you know, multiple drinks in, you may. Hey, Ray. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>
0: I was gonna say something terrible. I'm gonna refrain. I'm gonna refrain.
1: But here's the thing, they don't they also don't want to create an environment where people are gonna say you know, cat called the characters or anything. Force choke me.
0: Oh, babe. It's a Star Wars reference. Come on. (laughs) But
1: also, like, you're not wrong. She just called
0: me babe on air. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you know she's mad at me. I'm not
1: mad. I just... Babe! (laughs) Babe. (laughs) I wasn't wasn't expecting (laughs) that. (laughs) Well, other things that are not included. uh, Where did it go? Um, So I I did put some other things that are not included that I wasn't aware of until I actually started kind of digging into some of the details. Uh, first off, you can pay to sit at the captain's table. Yeah,
0: I saw that. That's really cool.
1: So this is $30 per person plus tax for one night. And you arrange to sit at the captain's table for an especially memorable experience during dinner at the Crown of Corilia yep. dining room. So uh, you also get to enjoy extra courses that are only offered at the captain's table. That's really really neat. So it's not just seating. You also get some like...
0: Special stuff.
1: Yeah. You get to unlock some special yummy food. And then you also sit in a prime location in the center of the dining room. So that's one thing that is not included but can get added.
0: Something you can spring for, essentially.
1: Yeah. Next is going to be the CSL Portrait Experience. This is basically a 30-minute photo session like capture your moment oh yeah okay yeah uh so with the disney photo pass photographers or whatever they call them on the galactic star cruiser it does say on here the disney photo pass photographers um they make your group look their galactic best and they take you to select locations with special clearance from the crew Um, The 30-minute session includes consultation, image capture, and review by a specialty-trained cast member using advanced digital photography equipment and lighting, and it includes all image taken during the session. So uh, I think that's really cool. It doesn't say how much it costs, but I mean, the thing is, if you're there, I mean, and you're like, you're dressing up and you want really cool Star Wars pictures, I mean... It's not included, but that's something that I would definitely add.
0: For for something like that, I hope and it sounds like in the description it is what I'm hoping for, but I hope that it's like legit, like a professional photographer that they brought in and not just like a kid with an icon. You know what I mean?
1: My best guess is you're gonna have like your best photo pass photographers because a lot of them do have like
0: Like I want I want amazing lighting and framing and all kinds of stuff if I'm gonna do this photo shoot, you know what I mean?
1: Well the thing is they need to have that because if not, you can't, it's not like taking a photo in front of the castle where you can just go back in front of the castle later on. You need to capture those moments Mm -hmm. right then. And they need to be correct because not only are you charging the cost of the photo session, you're also charging, um, you know, what the, the entire two day adventure costs. So that's, it's a little bit of an expensive photo session, but I mean, when in space. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
0: you can say that unless you're Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. <laughs> right.
1: Well, uh, the other things that aren't included but can get added during those two days are both Savi's Workshop, Ogus Cantina, and uh, Droid Depot. So I said both. But those three things that you can get at Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can actually book those for your time during,
0: during your, your excursion on Batuu.
1: Right. So when you get to uh, when you get to you know pop out and go ride the rides and stuff in Galaxy's Edge, you can book that as well to kind of you know give your vacation a little oomph. Yeah. So those are things that are not included but can be added to your time. Correct. So as of right now, those are the only things that are
0: add-ons uh, essentially.
1: Right. So. But I think it's cool that, you know, there are little things that you can do. And a photo session, I think, is probably one of the coolest things that I've heard.
0: Yeah, for sure. And the and the, the sample image that they use on uh, DisneyWorld.com for that experience looks really cool. Um, all right. So what do you say we get into a little uh, spoiler action? Um, So if you guys are trying to avoid spoilers, now's the time to turn the episode off. Thank you for the last 40 minutes of listening. We appreciate you. (laughs) If you uh, like what you heard here, hit that subscribe button um, and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to all of our social medias. And uh, thank you for listening. And now it's time for the spoilers. Um, Some of the stuff we saw was really cool. I wanted to kind of dive into... I want to start from the end real quick okay we just watched the the ordinary adventures video that the same channel that we were talking about go subscribe to them they put out great stuff um they had an a video of the epic quote-unquote finale and it was incredible to watch the environment the music the sound effects the choreography everything was just it looked like they've been rehearsing forever Right, and it was so well done, and it was basically a final scene that was a clash between Ray and Kylo Ren, right, and involving all the other crew members that you had been dealing with throughout the the, the journey, right. whether it be the captain or the mechanic who is on TikTok, by the way.
1: That was so weird. So um, there's this guy who is in all the videos, and he has this hair that like stands up. I that's and that's the only. Yeah, I, wait, it's, it's just, just standing up yeah. yeah he just has like a like star warsy hairstyle <laughs> space style. cow
0: licked his forehead yeah but it was just so <laughs> strange because i
1: was watching and i was like why do we know him and, yeah and you were like do we know him and then i was scrolling on tiktok and i was like oh my gosh that's where i know him from he had i started following uh like him on our account because he was part of the opening like the crew, the team, yeah. and I didn't realize that he was going to be like a face on the, you know, I just never connected it.
0: And so it was, it was really cool to watch his journey. You know, he starts off as this innocent mechanic who's kind of getting bossed around, yada, yada, and he ends up being one of the heroes in the final scene, and that was really cool. Um, we got to see the real life lightsaber for the first time
1: that was super cool the
0: the way that Ray reveals the the real life lightsaber I'm not even sure what they're calling it like the real lightsaber the real life lightsaber it's probably easier to say the real lightsaber um, because the bl- the the blade actually comes out of the hilt it's not just there and then like lights up it like comes straight up comes out of the hilt right and that's the first time they've ever had that physically in person and seeing the way she revealed it was really cool but... This was a very uh, hot point of contention after the first footage came out of this event. Um, it was very interesting to watch her transition the lightsabers. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, so what my understanding was if is if you were there in person, she pulls out the lightsaber, something else happens away from her, and she takes the real lightsaber, puts it down, and gets her...
0: The it, one that she's going to battle with.
1: The one that can... can Withstand
0: <laughs> Kylo <laughs> Ren's <laughs> lightsaber. Exactly. <laughs> um,
1: so she does a, the old switcheroo. Well, what ended up happening was some of the video that has come out kept the camera on her yeah. for something that was not meant to be seen. It was a
0: weird transition and you would think that with them hyping up that lightsaber so much and I don't want to you know, be a super nitpick jerk about this because the whole experience looked really cool. Um, but they definitely got to come up with a better transition of her switching from the real lightsaber, bending down, putting it down for like a second and a half and then picking up the other one. Um, there's got to be a better way to do that, make it look more clean, make it look, look more fluent. Um, but overall, it was it was really cool to see that lightsaber be activated in something that wasn't Josh Damaro holding it on a, on a stage at <laughs> destination <laughs> D23. And
1: then someone else take it away. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really cool. They had uh, a, a couple of um, uh, moving walkways that they used on the above part where the scene was taking place. Cause you're down in the, the lower part of the common area, kind of looking up and the way it, Kylo Ren did a, did a force pull. And he force pulled Ray. And so like she was like frozen in time. And she like glided across the the thing. And that was Rey. really cool looking. Like that just it's just a moving walkway, but the ingenuity of the imagineers who created this place, it's just like, oh that's that's a really cool idea to to implement that into the scene and, and make it feel more Star Warsy.
1: Now, the next time you and I are near a moving walkway, I would really like to... I'm going to
0: force pull you all the way to the parking lot at Universal.
1: Right. <laughs> but it, it will be like the slowest force pull because the one that was on like the Galactic Star Cruiser was like... Yeah. Where <laughs> regular moving walkway is going to be like...
0: <laughs> be like that scene from Austin Powers where they... Um, the The guy is standing in front of the tank, and he's like, "No!" And then oh, it zooms yeah. <laughs> out, and it's like moving really slow. And then, "No!" And then it's moving really slow and slow and it's slow. It's going to be exactly yeah, like that, exactly. Um, so that was that whole scene was really cool, and the 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 mechanic being the hero, and Chewbacca shows up, and right, uh, the captain plays a huge role, and I can't remember her the, her name, the one with the green head. Well, I did want to top of my off the top of my head but holy crap she looks awesome
1: and i mean i i think that's what you want from her and i wish people had gotten more footage of interacting with her because i didn't get to see a ton of that now i did want to just mention on tiktok um the the uh cast member who we were discussing who was who was on the galactic star cruiser and he talks about it on tiktok and such. Um, it's at sage star key TV. S-A-G-E-S-T-A-R-K-E-Y-T-V. So if you want to check him out, and then you can see him on these videos as well, um, that's, that's where we knew him from.
0: So her name is Kwani, and she's a musician um, for the pop star Gaia uh, on the Galactic Star Cruiser. So the original footage that you would have seen for the Star Cruiser, you saw like a pop singer kind of singing in a lounge. That's Gaia. And Kwani... Or I'm sorry, Wani is uh th- her musician essentially. But this is the most realistic looking Star Wars quote unquote costume that I've ever seen. Right. Her she, she's beautiful. She's got this big round, like green alien face with like this little like like puckering lips almost. She
1: almost has like a little fish mouth. Yeah.
0: But when she talks, her eyes and her mouth move, and she's just like a walk-around character. She's there all the time. She
1: is part of what allows you to suspend disbelief yes. that what you are experiencing is not like that. You jump directly into Star Wars. She's
0: exactly the type of thing that I would want to walk into Ogus Cantina and see her sitting at the bar.
1: I want her to like walk. The, those are the kind of characters I want to like walk around at Ogus Cantina right, and such. Right. But uh, but yeah, so. What other spoilers did we miss?
0: Um, the food was really cool looking. Aside from that, the grilled cheese and tomato soup that I wanted to talk about. You know, there, There's some kids options, sort of. There was blue shrimp. I wanted to talk about that. That looked disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but apparently it's not bad.
1: Honestly, every time I saw it, I was like...
0: It doesn't look appetizing at all. How
1: can I do that? Like, how could could I die... Shrimp blue at home,
0: but it looks like a dead slug of or something. I I don't know. It didn't look like shrimp.
1: Well, one thing that I'm curious about is how they did that because I know I've told you this story, and my sister Katie, if you're listening, I think you're going to know where I'm going with this. When we were kids, and I don't know if they, they used to do it where you lived, they used to do loaves of bread at our local HEB. And it was rainbow bread and it was dyed like throughout the entire loaf, but like darkly dyed, like not like, oh, look, they put a little bit of dye. No, like it it was colored. Yeah. Well, what used to happen every once in a while is we would like eat color like rainbow bread, like on a sandwich. Uh And then if we were like driving somewhere, we would be like, pull over. I have to throw up like. And, and it just
0: happened more than once. just happened
1: more than once. Oh, no. And, I mean, it looked even worse on the way out. <laughs> just
0: vomiting rainbows.
1: <laughs> you vomit it. And the thing <laughs> is, there's something about that, and I, Katie, I know that you can attest to this, that sticks in your brain when <laughs> you're vomiting rainbows. But eventually, it went off of the menu at the bakery. And so I wonder if it wasn't, like, that great for you to be ingesting that much dye so I'm curious how they were able to dye the shrimp, because, I mean, they had to have some kind of like, like organic way to do it. Is my best guess because it had because it had like a really like pretty color. Yeah, it
0: was like a shiny color almost.
1: I think it was probably an organic color because the thing is, if you have people on there who like the shrimp and they eat their weight in shrimp, like, like they, we do at Red Lobster like we do on Monday nights. On hey, Red nights Lobster, sometimes. we love you. <laughs> we do. Sponsor us. Yeah, but like, imagine if all of the shrimp that we ate at Red Lobster was blue. We, you would probably like yeah. it would hurt your stomach. Probably. So my guess is they're doing something like organic to it, to where um it sits in your stomach well. But I think it actually looked really cool. And like I was saying, that's something that I actually I would love to have that, that for looks dinner. So great. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh,
0: we'll, we'll post a picture of this on the uh, the web page when we post this episode. But it is like. Ew! <laughs> it looks. I think so, it looks really cool. It looks so gross.
1: But but here's the thing. Let's be real. Does it look sp- like it's it looks spacey? Does it look otherworldly?
0: It oh, it absolutely looks otherworldly.
1: So they did their job. Yeah,
0: totally. But like looking at it, I'm like, ew.
1: <laughs> well, because your brain says that's not supposed to be that color. Right. Right. But I also, again, I think that whatever they did had to be something that like was not like the old h-e-b rainbow bread that we used to eat so right um now were there any other spoilers
0: uh, well i mean there's plenty of spoilers we've got plenty more footage to watch too um but we just kind of wanted to touch base on you know we've seen some people's experiences you know uh our, our friend brooke mcdonald who's a wonderful person you should go follow her uh, at brooke g mcdonald i think her fo- her uh her handle is, um, go follow her. She had some great coverage. She actually had her uh, her young kids on board the Star Cruiser with her, and like one of her boys ended up being recruited to the First Order, and she was in something separate. And it just it turned out to be like a hell of an experience for for uh, for both of them or for all three of them uh, on board. So definitely go check her stuff out. Um, she was raving about how the cast was treating the kids and they remembered their names and. It just makes for a really memorable experience um, as far as that stuff goes. Um, we saw another piece of footage from or- from Ordinary Adventures. Um, they were leaning towards, I believe it was the Jedi path, if I remember right.
1: I think so. Um, it was either Jedi or Resistance.
0: Th- oh, yeah, you're right. It was it was Resistance. You're right. Um, and they, their friend had the, the data pad and he was getting transmissions after talking to uh, the captain um getting trans uh, transmissions of like secret stuff and like here's a code to get into this room and all that on the data pad and they actually got into an engine room where they were they had to like do some sort of power connection game pulling levers pressing buttons that kind of thing to prevent the ship from losing power so like just little things like that there's so many different things happening throughout the two days of your voyage plus all the the planned events like the the performance from gaia and the then the uh the final scene um it, it's just i don't want to get too far into it because it will talk for like three hours but definitely go check out youtube footage of of anything you guys want to see further than that but i really wanted to talk about that final scene um, as far as kylo ren and ray goes because that was the one thing that really stood out to me as something that was like epic to watch
1: yeah and we're gonna keep learning things especially as we start seeing you know cruises happen more often now I would like to know uh what is what are your overall thoughts about this
0: as far as like do I think it's worth it well or like
1: it's I guess that's a very like broad because I don't know
0: because I, I can't personally tell you if it's worth it or not because I didn't pay for it um, and I also haven't been, but I can't tell you wh- whether I think it was worth the five or six or $12,000, whatever you end up paying. Um, I can't answer that question.
1: Okay. Well, I guess where I was trying to go with this was something that you and I had discussed previously. Uh-huh. And as amazing as all of this stuff is, uh, one of the things that we kind of wanted to touch on is that this is all very familiar Mm -hmm. and the reason for that is because a lot of these things we saw in the plans for galaxy's edge yes yes now a couple of things that were in those plans and i want to go over them and then we can kind of discuss them is um the um i i don't know how to say that kalakori
0: i believe so yeah
1: the kalakori club which was going to be a bar that like you basically went to like uh Ogus Cantina and then you had to pay extra to go to like the super special sure, bar. Yeah. Uh roaming droids were that's, supposed that's to be that's the there. biggest
0: bummer for me. Roaming characters and roaming droids. That I mean I'm assuming I'm assuming that at some point we're gonna get them back, but they've been gone for so long that you almost don't even remember that they were there in the first place.
1: Yeah, and then Jedi and Sith battles and other live entertainment uh, was remember actually that? supposed to be there.
0: I don't remember if it was pre or or post COVID. But remember that that footage that came out like there was a random Kylo Ren and Ray lightsaber battle at night it at was Galaxy's pre-COVID. Edge. Like that kind of stuff should be happening all the time. Not like scheduled or anything like that, but just random.
1: Well, a couple things I just want to mention is first off over at blogmickey.com um one of the things that they had tweeted uh back in 2019 actually were two photos and both of them were uh, were photos of, and I guess they were, what it, what is it called? Like when they're not like, it's not real yet. It's like um, the-
0: The concept art.
1: Concept art, thank you. Um, so the concept art, and the first one had a dad and his daughter or a man and a small child, um, and there were droids free roaming around them. Then later they revoked that and did it the same photo- but with no droids. Oh, that's so interesting. And then also uh, a couple quotes. Uh, Scott Trowbridge, who is the creative that Disney uh, uh, brought over from Universal Creative following the success of The Wizarding World of Harry Potter.
0: So he's got a good resume.
1: Said that the Star Wars land would have action sequences in real time with you right in the middle of it. And when you look at the concept art, you actually see battles going on. Of Galaxy's Edge.
0: They really need to figure that out as far as Galaxy's Edge goes.
1: And then lastly, (laughs) uh, there was a clip of a stunt workshop. This was years ago um, that Walt Disney Imagineering team had put together. And Wendy Anderson, who was the creative director at Walt Disney Imagineering, uh, talks in the video about using rooftops and ladders to bring the action to you in Galaxy's Edge. And she also went on to say that guests will feel like they're in the thick of it. And so all of these things that we are seeing on the Galactic Star Cruiser were supposed to be at Galaxy's
0: Edge. And I'm really hoping that they're not just keeping these interactions and these added things that were supposed to be in Galaxy's Edge strictly behind a very expensive paywall.
1: Right. And so even if, you know, you go with some of your closest friends and you get to go past that paywall, one of the th- the most difficult things about going to Galaxy's Edge is, and I, I know we've discussed this at length, is that where are the people who look like they're from this planet? Right. It just
0: feels like I'm walking around a deserted planet with a bunch of humans.
1: Right. Like, w- why are we all here? Like, there's nobody, there's no... yeah. I, different species right there's no droids don't droids like run the place everywhere yeah
0: and and covid to be honest with you can't be using it as an excuse anymore
1: now it can't. and the thing is there has to be more than that one like interaction of the stormtroopers and uh kylo ren yeah when they come out on the stage there right in front of the uh the the His milk
0: ship, yeah,
1: right. But it's in front of like the, the milk m- stand, right? The milk stand. Yep. that is the only thing in my head that I can think of that we consistently see characters. We
0: used to see Ray come out with Chewy, and they would try to like use a wrench or something on the Millennium Falcon, or on the other ship that's over by Rise of the Resistance. I used to see that sometimes, but you don't even see that anymore.
1: Right, and I guess my whole thought is. When I think of Galaxy's Edge and the way that it was, you know, originally discussed and shared was that this was going to be a very immersive experience where the Galactic Star Cruiser was basically like Galaxy's Edge, but on really intense steroids. Like you're even more immersed. Yeah. Like you want to be... You're LARPing. You <laughs> Exactly. You want to get that experience but amped up to the most that it can be. Mm-hmm. And so... As it should be. That's that's just one thing that when I'm seeing all this, I'm like, this is like what I wanted to see. This is what I wanted from Galaxy's Edge this entire time. And I find it a little bit of a bummer to not see that have come back. Yeah, Because
0: right now Galaxy's Edge, like I said, is basically like an abandoned planet with a bunch of humans walking around with two really long lines for rides. That's basically what Galaxy's Edge is right now.
1: Right. And, you know, I'm I'm one that can suspend disbelief. Like, just sprinkle in a little bit of space magic, Mm -hmm. I guess is the best way to say it.
0: Space dust. So,
1: So I think... That That's one of my bugaboos right now while I'm watching all of this. I'm going, hang on, this all seems really familiar. Yeah,
0: because it is.
1: Uh, but overall, I feel like it depends on who you are and what you want out of a vacation for this. So it sounds like at every moment of every day that you are on the Galactic Star Cruiser, you are going, going, going. Mm-hmm. You don't want to miss anything. Yeah. And And there's a chance you could. And also that you need to be interacting with people. Right. So if you are a little bit more of an introvert, then this might not be something that you enjoy. Uh, But I I don't know. I think it just depends who you are and how you enjoy vacationing. Because if you don't like going nonstop and having to be like in escape room mode constantly. Mm then I just, I don't know how you might enjoy something like this.
0: Yeah. One thing I, I did one point on kind of piggyback off your point is that talking about the, the missing things and the FOMO and, and all that, um, back to the Ordinary Adventures video, the first one that we watched, there was literally a point in their video where, um, I think his name is Peter. Peter, yeah. Peter saw something really cool happen. We're not going to spoil that for you, but Peter saw something really cool happen And he was like, I can't believe Kitra is missing this. She's in the bathroom. And she, like, shot a video from the bathroom, like showing the bathroom, but she literally missed everything that he saw because she went to pee.
1: Right. (laughs) So Uh it's like,
0: if you, it it, it almost feels, and I've heard this from multiple people too that were on the, the Star Cruiser that literally missed something because they went to go pee. And so I personally wish that this was one more day. Make it a three day experience with some. You know, kind of downtime or time to eat and time to chill a little bit at least, and not have everything so like down to the half-hour itinerary, like like Danny Tanner style at Disney World, right? Like we're gonna do this at one o'clock, we're gonna do this at one thirty, we're gonna do this two o'clock. You know what I mean? Right. Just have give it because you you can't give it, you can't make it too broad because people will miss stuff that way, but don't jam pack it so much that if you do something little you have to like go back to your room for something or you're if you gonna even miss wanna, like, take a nap yeah like, right for two days that's a lot of time and a lot of the people that we've seen that have done the experience said they were very tired at the end
1: right and i do think that that you're absolutely right when it comes to that um i know one thing that we were discussing is that I personally wish that we would see two versions of this. Sure. I would love to see your escape room, fully immersed, using your brain 24 hours a day when you're there, what it is right now, or what it seems to be. Because again, we have not personally experienced this yet Um, that, you know, that this is what it is right now. But also, basically, have a second version where. You're just chilling on the Galactic Star it's Cruiser. It's like
0: Space. You got the intense version and the, the toned-down version. Can I just
1: hang out with some droids? Can yeah. I, like, chat with the characters? Can I go to the lounge and listen to music and have some space drinks and eat space food? And I don't know, what other space games can give we play? Me, give me,
0: like, a Star Wars vacation option where, like, you think about it, like the hot pot place that's near us. I can't. It's called You and Me Hot Pot. You I and believe. Me Hot Pot. They literally have these little like droid things that come over and serve your food. It's right. Like, let me sit like at a pool or something and have a droid serve my drink to me. You right. know what I mean? Well, <laughs> like, and stuff like that. Or even
1: give us like some relaxing activities that you get to bring home something cool. And one thing we were discussing was back in the day you used to be able to like, you'd have like a little sand vase that was like you could fill with different colored sands uh-huh. and you would pull your different colors and then once you were your sand vase was filled, they'd plug the top and you'd pay your money and that was your souvenir. Right? How is there not like some kind of something like that? Like imagine if you had like a sand vase type of thing that was Star Wars, but instead you put in like crystals and like yeah. rocks and each one meant something and like you did it with your group and then when you go home, like you have this like really cool like piece to bring home, but like it was an activity that made... You know, brought all the Star Wars thing together, kind of like they did for the um, the lightsabers. Sure, yeah. How they did like a very cool, like ah, yes, like the Force is amazing, and you are one with the Force, and you're making this. And I've never done it, but it it seems very like personal Mm -hmm. when I've seen that. And I think those are the kind of things that I think would be really cool to see, especially on a more laid back vacation. Yeah, on the Galactic Stone. Completely agree with you. But I guess in the future what I would like to see is maybe an option to maybe be immersive in a different way. Yeah.
0: I love that. Um, anything else you want to cover before we get out of here?
1: Um, I think just, I, I want to say that I'm excited to see what we hear about the galactic star cruiser over the next couple weeks, especially
0: genuinely curious to hear the reactions two days from now.
1: Yeah. Well also, especially as they, uh, as they kind of work out all these things. Cause you have to think that like the team there, they've been working hard, but that had to be like really, really like stressful to do that media voyage. Yeah.
0: Because you you feel like everything's gotta be perfect or it's just gonna get completely ridiculed like it has been from the very beginning.
1: But I do think that I think that it should not be getting as much criticism as it is. I think that it is meant for a certain type of vacationer from a very specific fan base, uh, and it's not six thousand dollars a person. So no. I wish people would stop saying that. But
0: the price point is the main point of contention with just about every complaint that you can think of, as far as the Galactic Star Cruiser goes. Because remember, like the the visceral hatred that was coming out after this was announced and those prices were announced. It was like, oh my god, this is crazy,
1: right? I, I mean I guess I just feel like if you don't like the prices then like
0: I feel like don't if it, go I feel <laughs> like instead of, you know, for a four person cabin for six thousand dollars, if it was like thirty five hundred, four thousand, you wouldn't have nearly have as many negative uh predictions and comments on it before anything ever happened. Right. Because it would have felt more reasonable and it wouldn't have felt like a major money grab.
1: I just like i like i talk about different things like all right the galactic star cruiser maybe it costs this much a person but also there are things that cost more than that per person like let's what about we just watched the super bowl recently how much are tickets to the super bowl
0: way too much
1: how about like close to the field (laughs) (laughs) never mind like but like seriously guesstimate
0: five figures
1: so in so you get what you're paying for right (laughs) sure to be where you are and experience what you're sure, experiencing. Yeah, yeah. On top of that, if you think about like concerts, like we just bought tickets to Hamilton. Yeah. Those were more expensive mm-hmm. and if we wanted to sit right in front of the stage, it would have cost us, you know, $500 or so bo- between the two of us, which wasn't bad, but you know, we decided to sit a little bit further back to save yeah. to save some money. It, so I think it just it, depends on what yeah. you want.
0: You're paying for a premium experience. Yeah. And that's that's basically what this is. Um, but yeah, over the next couple of days, I'm very curious to see what the paying crowd reaction is because all that we've seen so far have been free trips. So really looking forward to seeing, uh, how the, uh, the, the Disney fan base reacts, um, uh, to the, uh, the folks that are, uh, are done experiencing their, their journey in a couple of days that they actually paid several thousand dollars for. Right. Um, but Yeah. Uh, overall, I think it looks really cool. Would I do it? I don't know. Uh, if I had the financial means and money was an issue, probably. But as of right now, probably not. But overall, I think it looks like a really cool experience. The, the cast and the team that put it all together did a fantastic job. Everything looks amazing on board. Uh, everything really does feel like you're in space. And um, I think they just... As far as the experience goes, I think they it looks like they knocked it out of the park.
1: I I think they knocked it out of the park too, and I think that I, I'm very excited to see what the rest of the world has to say about it next.
0: Yeah, so uh, we're uh, we're gonna get out of here, but thank you guys for listening. Um, always appreciate you guys listening, and thanks for, if you're at this point of the episode, thanks for sticking around an extra half hour for the <laughs> quote unquote spoiler part. Um, <laughs> If you, um, if you like what you heard, definitely hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify now. You can actually rate on Spotify, which I discovered the other day. I gave us our first five-star rating hey. on Spotify. So <laughs> right now we have a five-star rating on Spotify and keep that trend going.
1: Yeah. And before we let you go, just a reminder that is, would you say next week, I believe, next week Festival of Fantasy yes, comes back? Yes,
0: March 9th
1: so uh we intend A week from tomorrow we intend to be there weather permitting <laughs> one way or another uh, so we intend to be there for that and i'm also hoping that we see some more announcements over the next couple weeks especially now once the galactic star cruiser like the media stuff has passed yeah what comes next what character meet. Me- next what character meet and greets yes. come on like can we can we do that fantastic there's so many cool things that I would love to see announced coming up so again like Bill said make sure that you're following us give us those ratings it goes a huge way so we can keep bringing you this content and don't forget to make sure that you're subscribed anywhere that you follow us so that you can make sure you don't miss a moment of it
0: be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms.
1: Be sure to follow at Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join our ever-growing following on TikTok.
0: Head over to youtube.com slash a couple of and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos and more.
1: For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of And
0: until next time, we'll, we'll see you around, around the, the parks. parks.